Vox Quick Hits. Joe Biden has an opportunity to reset American climate policy, and he's hitting the ground running. The president has signed a slate of climate-related executive orders in his opening days in the White House, including rejoining the Paris Climate Accord and directing agencies to reverse actions taken by Donald Trump. Biden has laid out some ambitious goals. He wants to get to 100% clean electricity by 2035 and to conserve nearly a third of U.S. land and ocean waters by 2030. Meeting those goals will require a massive push from across the economy, and on some fronts, help from Congress. Climate reporter Lily Pike is here to talk about what Biden's done on climate so far, and what might come next. It feels like the big headline on Joe Biden and climate initially is that he re-entered the United States into the Paris Climate Accord. But what else has he done on climate so far? A lot of executive orders, right? The big news, the the big headline coming out of uh, Biden's day one executive orders on climate change were certainly dominated by the Paris Agreement. Um, rejoining the Paris Agreement is a huge deal for the Biden administration. And on one level, it is very symbolic because it was such a big battle in the first year of the Trump administration. But it also sends a signal to the rest of the world that the U.S. is back in the game and taking climate change more seriously again. Now, as you mentioned, the rest of the executive orders are actually what um, will help the Biden administration carry out the Paris Agreement. So in some ways, they are actually the meat of the executive order. And, you know, the, the Paris Agreement is kind of like the nice packaging around that. So what are kind of the big important things here that he is doing? Like, what are the orders that stand out to you as most important, or at least the the actions that he's taking? So Biden came in with these two executive orders on climate change within two weeks. So my former colleague Dave Roberts at Vox had asked the question before the Biden administration took office, you know, will they come out with a blitz on climate change? And I think we have our answer now. Basically, every single action that environmental advocates hoped the Biden administration would take in the first two weeks they have taken. So there are a huge number of executive actions that he took with these two executive orders. But I think there are a few that really um, stand out. So we can break it down in the first week of executive orders and the second week. So within the first week, beyond the Paris Agreement, he started the process of reviewing and rolling back all of the Trump rollbacks. So we're starting a double rollback here. So essentially, the Trump administration engaged in a series of historic rollbacks. They rolled back over 100 environmental regulations. So on day one, Biden started the process of putting back in place those strong environmental regulations. And two of the key ones from a greenhouse gas perspective are the um, auto fuel efficiency standards that Obama put in place during his first term. During Trump's um, administration, he rolled back those fuel efficiency standards. And it may sound technical, but it has huge consequences for the climate. It is uh, considered to be the biggest rollback from a climate perspective in terms of the carbon dioxide that will be added to the atmosphere by lowering those standards. So Biden can't just come in and sign us back into the Obama standards, but he's started the process of reviewing the Trump standards so that we can get back um, on track to having very fuel-efficient cars heading into the electric vehicle era that Biden wants us to go into. That's the first week. So what about the second week? So the second week, Biden did not slow down. This was also a very expansive executive order. 
I think there are two things to highlight. One is that, once again, Biden is using all of his executive powers to pursue his climate agenda. So we saw that in a number of uh, cases. One of the big things that I covered is Biden set a goal of conserving 30 percent of U.S. land and waters by 2030. And that's important for biodiversity, but also for climate change, because when you protect land, that land can serve as a carbon sink. So that's a big move to use our lands to pursue his agenda. He also did the same thing by um, announcing that the administration is pausing new oil and gas leases on federal lands. So they're going to review that and see if the administration will choose to continue giving out any leases for oil and gas going forward. The second thing on the second week executive order was his focus on environmental justice. He recommitted to a campaign promise to make sure that 40 percent of the benefits from any federal investment in clean energy flow to disadvantaged communities. So we have yet to see what that will actually look like in practice, but he started the process to make sure benefits flow to those communities. And he also um, wanted to ensure that there is a process in place that um, ensures that fossil fuel workers are also part of that transition as well. So this is obviously quite a different approach from the Trump years. How much ground was lost on climate under the prior administration, and how long will it be before we get back to where we were? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I think you can safely say that Biden's approach in the first two weeks is pretty much the opposite of the Trump approach to climate change. You know, Biden is using every power he can to pursue his climate agenda, whereas Trump really weakened a lot of the Obama regulations on climate change. I think one good example of, of the effect of those Trump regulations is, you know, looking at those clean car standards. The emissions impact of weakening those standards by 2035 is equivalent to 200 million cars driving for one year. So imagine adding 200 million cars to the road. And that's just one regulatory rollback. So, you know, putting in place those regulations, again, is absolutely critical, along with pursuing um, Biden and Congress's legislative agenda on climate change. Part of it is perhaps going to be about getting back to those Obama regulations. But most of the experts I've talked to in my reporting say since Biden will have to engage in the same rulemaking process, he might as well make those standards stronger while he's at it. So I think for everything from fuel efficiency standards to methane from oil and gas wells, he will probably look to increase the stringency of those standards from the Obama era. So you've mentioned this a little bit, but obviously Biden can't do everything on his own. Do you have a sense of what legislatively might be on the horizon on climate? Yeah. So I think the Biden administration has learned a lesson from the Obama era in that they're not waiting for legislation. They're going ahead and taking all the executive actions they can on climate change. But that doesn't mean that they're not hoping for very strong legislation as well. Um, with the narrow Democratic majority in the Senate, that will be a challenge. But the Biden administration's first priority, of course, is COVID recovery. And so I think the first big legislative package we'll see may not focus as much on those clean energy investments. But the second half, you know, the recovery side of the rescue and recovery package will likely channel a lot of investment into clean energy, into infrastructure, into green jobs. But for now, we don't have many details. But at the very least, it seems like the Biden administration is is really trying here on climate. Absolutely. Um, I think 
all of the uh, climate experts I talked to are, are very pleased so far about what they're seeing from the Biden administration. That's good to hear. Well, thanks so much for being here. Of course. Um, it's a pleasure to be with you. Lily Pike is a climate reporter, and you can find her on Twitter at Lily underscore Pike. 